Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you. Um, by the way, we're just introing this one here. Uh, we're going to be revealing all in tomorrow's show, the uh, request show, about something very special we're doing this podcast next week that's got something to do with Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're yeah. going to love it. You're yeah. going to love it. All will be, be revealed good. tomorrow on the show. Uh, tomorrow on the show, obviously, uh, for the show itself, if you're listening live, uh, will be uh, all requests. It's the yeah. jukebox, it's Friday, that's the rules. Uh, so it's the return of Any Other Business, which has been away uh, for a few weeks due to uh, our time on The Breakfast Show and uh, the Home Time Chip Shop Tour. Any Other Business. Business, business. Just a little... Uh, little couple of bars for you there, Johnny. <laughs> uh, if anyone wants that as a ringtone for their phone, just uh, drop us an email and we'll do it for you as well. You mentioned a really good point when we were driving around, Richie, which we should do. You suggested, why don't we do our own sat-nav? Yeah, Our actual home-time sat-nav. Uh, what would uh, what the way this would work is <laughs> you'd have a sat nav, but the voice would be us. Don't know why I'm explaining that. It's yeah. a pretty simple proposition. Thanks for clarifying that. But yeah. I think it'd be an amazing thing if you're in like the sat nav business. Maybe your name's Barry Garman or John Tom Tom. <laughs> John Tom Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, get in touch and we'll make it. Andreas happen. Google Map. I was thinking I'd run out of different uh, um, Bob City Planner <laughs> mapper. <laughs> Um, uh, Jake A to Z. Did I do Garmin? Yes, first one. Gary Bobby, Garmin. Bobby Garmin. Bobby Garmin. Garmin. I can't remember. They're brothers. Anyway. Here's uh, the podcast. Yeah, here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, do you know what? I've decided what I hate on social media more than anything else. Go on. It's become clarified for me as I saw someone that I follow on Facebook do it this morning. And I'm still raging about it. <laughs> it's the point it's almost ruined my day. And it's this sentence. Having a few cheeky drinks with this one. <laughs> what is it with that phrase? Where has that phrase come from? This one. I don't know where it's come from, but it's awful. It's like this hive mind where someone's done it, someone said this one, and now everyone says, oh, great to spend a few hours with this one. Uh, and, oh, I don't know. There's something, I don't know why we get involved with, with social media. It just ends up winding you up, doesn't it, really? It does. In terms of the behaviour. And I thought, today, just, just for an hour on this show, maybe, you know, either side of the accumulator or whatever, got a bit of spare space, shall we have a home time social media crackdown? Do they get called moratoriums? Is that what this kind of thing is? I, I it's a big word. I believe it could be. I believe it is a moratorium. Yeah. I think it's time to have a moratorium on uh, even though I can't say it on social media. Uh, and for people to get in touch right now and let us know what you hate the most that other people do on social media. So you start the list with this one. Well, Ian says, for example, his one is, I hate it when people say date night with this one. <laughs> it's like, oh, it makes me want to like reach out and strangle people. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a fan of the, uh, the, the checking into a hospital. Well, yeah, checking into it's, somewhere that uh, worries people. Yeah, yeah. Joe Bloggs has just checked into St John's Hospital or yeah. whatever, and then leave it at that. Yeah. So you're there to come and going. Oh, oh what's oh, going on? You okay? <laughs> yeah, just, oh. Which wheels out, of course, the other one, which is a wind up. Are you okay, hun? Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Moratorium. We're having a moratorium. After me writing quietly earlier on about someone on my Facebook feed or timeline saying just having a few cheeky drinks with this one, uh, we've decided to have the Home Time social media crackdown. 
I guess in some ways it could be a digital online branch of the British Transport Social Police. In many respects. Many, many respects. The badge still works. What thing that other people do on social media winds you up the most and why? Let us know. John in Ilford says, uh, another social media irritation for me is when someone puts, I don't know why I bother, as a status on Facebook <laughs> with no explanation oh. whatsoever. Again, it's in the same family as your um, <laughs> non-clarified check-in yeah. of, of a hospital you mentioned earlier on. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's wanting questions, isn't it? Go on, ask me, ask me, needy, ask me. Needy, needy, needy. Uh, Absolute Radio's very own Sarah Champion has been on. She says she's been railing against the this one comment for years. She says it's up there with don't mind if I do. <laughs> so let's put those comments together. <laughs> Couple of cheeky drinks with this one. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> oh, it makes me annoyed if you think about it. Steve says saying that Manchester or any other destination you're visiting. Uh, Jackie says living my best life. Making memories is another one. Hate them both. Uh, Karen, those selfies with filters of big eyes and fake ears and stuff. Uh, I know what she's saying. We're on shaky grounds. We are a little bit. <laughs> with our little Friday filter for your yeah. request. But we'll, we'll knock it on the edge. And here, Rob, Bobski says couple goals and family goals and squad goals. And Anthony says people who post about their food and say nom nom. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. First base, home time on Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Richie, bit of gun and word up. Cameo's version, just as good. Don't play that. I, I'm, now you started thinking about 80s versus 90s for tomorrow. You mentioned it earlier. My thoughts are focused towards it right now. I feel bad for original Cameo fella sat there in his red cod piece, not getting <laughs> any know. attention at I all. Know. Poor bloke. I wonder if he's got a name for the cod piece. <laughs> Let's find out. That would be amazing to find out what, if he still wears it. Is it in the museum somewhere? Do let us know. Meanwhile, I would want to get sidetracked. We are doing a home-time social media crackdown. Uh, please get in touch with us tonight and tell us what thing that other people do on social media winds you up, yanks your chain the most. It's all started because earlier on I saw someone on my timeline on Facebook going on about having cheeky drinks with this one. Uh, Nigel in Sawbridgeworth says there is a place in hell reserved for people who go on holly bobs with their family. Oh. It feels, makes me feel as sick as I did on Monday. That's how bad it is. Uh, Adam in Newcastle says people who share a post for a missing cat or dog in America, but they live in Newcastle. <laughs> uh, a good shout from Scott, who wants to ban the airport pint post. Oh, that is the worst, isn't it? It's normally dead early that. in the morning, isn't it, as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin Hogg says, I hate getting my belly with a picture of food. Uh, Peff says, uh, place name in brackets, I am in you. <laughs> London, I am in you. <laughs> and Haxie says, the biggest wind-up for me are girls who change their name on Facebook to show that they're a mum. We know you are. You don't have to say, you don't have to call yourself Sarah Caden's Mummy Smith. <laughs> Give us a break, he says. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Never been shy about my love for mayonnaise. So on Monday, when, bear in mind that was April Fool's Day, uh, there was a story about Heinz mayo infused with Cadbury's cream egg. I was so annoyed thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, another pesky April Fool. Come on, you guys. No, it's not. It's in the studio. Cannot wait to unbox this after six. If you've watched an unboxing video on YouTube, come on, you know you have. You're going to love this at six o'clock. I'm just intrigued that it's actually not an April Fool's joke. It's an actual thing, and it's here. It's in my hand. It's in his hand. We're going to be opening just after six. The no-repeat guarantee 
Absolute Radio, the home of the no repeat guarantee. We play you more music and don't ever repeat a song from nine in the day. Very breakfast show to five pm on Home Time with us. Uh, we now also give you the chance to win lots of cash today. It's five thousand pounds. We're going to call one of yous back and try and give away the cash. Remember, you need to answer the phone within five rings and know today's featured artist. Let's call the person who's been randomly selected. Oh, that was three rings. Who are we speaking to here? It's Bush and Richie from Absolute Radio. Oh, hi there. It's James Tucker. James Tucker. James, what are you doing right now? <laughs> um, I'm just on my way to the gym, actually. Check you work. out. If he didn't have to mention he's going to the gym, would he even be going to the gym? <laughs> it's like that thing of a tree. If a tree falls in a forest and no one sees it, does it fall? If Jim Tucker goes to the gym but doesn't mention it on the radio, is he actually going to the gym? Is it worth it? <laughs> Will Jim Tucker still go to the gym uh, in about 90 seconds' time is also a very valid question. We shall see. Jim Tucker, uh, you answered your phone in three rings, which is great news because we've got a question to ask you regarding the no-repeat guarantee accumulator for today, which is worth £5,000. But what is the name of today's featured artist? Is it Snow Patrol? It is Snow Patrol. You've just won £5,000. Are you still going to the gym? I think I might go to the pub instead. Yes! (laughs) There you go. Knock it on the head, turn the car around, go via the burger shop, get yourself a kebab, whatever. You've won £5,000. How do you feel? Wow. Thank you. That's that's amazing. I can't believe it. That's made my week. Made made my year. Good luck, Jim. What what are you going to spend the money on, Jim? Well, um, I'm getting married this year, so it's much to pay for that. Fantastic. Oh, that's brilliant. Any ideas on the honeymoon early doors? What do you reckon? Um, well, I think we're going to St Lucia now. Oh, now we know why he's going to the gym as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Get buff for the pictures. <laughs> Couple of cheeky drinks with this one. <laughs> Don't do it, Jim. Don't do it. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with Hometime Absolute Radio on a Thursday night. What about that for two belters on the Absolute Radio 90s? The Foos and Echo and the Bunny Men. Maybe good tidings for tomorrow's 80s versus 90s. <laughs> Probably not. You are clinging to everything you can today. It's I need pathetic. a win. I need, I am. Um, did I get a vote of no confidence or co-confidence from the board? You did a couple of weeks ago, yeah. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm the, as I said before, the Claudio Ranieri of that particular feature. This time tomorrow we will see what happens. Uh, hopefully you have a good journey home from work today. My journey in was delayed by a swan today. What was a swan doing? Uh, a swan was sat on the railway line that my train was uh, heading in on. 90 minutes mm. worth of diversion versions the trains he must know <laughs> do you know what I mean they must they must know there's tons of different places to sit if you're a swan <laughs> do you know I mean? they're, they're clever regal animals yep. uh, how they are mistaking a river for a train line I don't know and I'm sure we've had it on here before in our traffic where a swan has like closed the carriageway because a bunch yep. of them sat on the M6 or whatever but here's the thing right okay what are the the go-to things straight away that anyone would say about a swan first thing is the thing we were all told as we we're growing up could break your arm. They'll break your arm. Don't get anywhere near them to break your arm. Has a swan ever broken anyone's arm? I ask you that question. I don't know anyone. I've heard of it. Second thing that everyone knows about swans. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Queen owns all the swans. Yeah, you can't eat them or cook them or anything. Does she really? 
I put it to you. What's what's, yeah. what's been going on with the Swan? Maybe this is some kind of like Pixar movie, in you know, to to, to come in time. Yeah. That the Swans have gone to some animal PR agent, and they're like, we need some PR put out about us, just to make people fear us. So, oh yeah, we'll we'll say that we you, you could break arms, or the Queen owns you, and all that. Do the kind old of thing. Oh, this brilliant line got this angle on breaking arms. You'll like, just go with me on it. It'll scare. <laughs> it'll, it'll make people give you a wide berth. So yeah, no, I mean, look, I I'm, I'm glad the train's got diverted. Obviously. I'm not after some, you know, some kind of destruction. That would be awful. But I'm saying it's obviously taken 90 minutes to move it because everyone's so scared of the swan. It's a good point. I mean, if it was like, say, seven or eight crows, they'd just go like... I'm afraid they would. Plow straight through. <laughs> exactly, but it's a swan. There's this mystique about the powerful wings and the broken arms and the queen. End up in the tower. Exactly. Or like well, maybe it is time, 2019 or whatever, to rebrand the swan with, on, in a more positive sense, bring the swan into this particular era. Do Some you know what positive I mean? PR is what the swan needs, I believe. Have you heard any positive stories about swans? Have you got a good story about swans? Did something nice happen to you with a swan, I mean, or because of a swan. Because of, maybe a swan brought you and a, and a loved one together, or maybe a, a <laughs> swan as we're just, we're just coming up with ideas here. It's uh, our... maybe it's photo bombed when you you, you were. <laughs> Punting. It is the nichest ever request we have asked of you. But let's reframe the swan this evening. 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Let's have some positive PR for the Swan this afternoon. If, if Richie and I were a PR agency and we were trying to rebrand the Swan, we'd, we'd book them onto, I don't know, Lorraine and go show That's the softer side. That's a good show, yeah, exactly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That a kind nice, of thing. A nice gentle interview from Lorraine to uh, show how lovely the Swans are. So Don says, it's all show. I lifted a stunned Swan from the motorway and put it in the back of my Land Rover, brave fella, and released it into a park. Lots of hissing and poo, but I had zero <laughs> fractures as a result. They're just big, white, angry ducks. There you go. Is that from Don or the Swan? He doesn't make that clear. Sounds like a hell of a night. <laughs> it really does. Uh, no name attached to this one, but we saw a big birdie signet in Stratford swimming in the river. It made the tiniest, highest-pitched meep sound. Oh. Perhaps they're not as terrifying as they seem. There is still, though, despite the fact that Richie and I are trying to give it a positive slant, there is still negative PR coming through about the Swan. This text here... If this is true, it's blown my mind. Apparently they're regal because Henry VIII used to wipe his bum on a swan's neck. Oh, come on. Is that true? <laughs> That's not. That cannot that be, true. be true. But I know there's something to do with Henry VIII and swans. <laughs> John, I mean, if that is true, I mean, that is just... What What was he doing? Positive oh, PR, please. Henry VIII. I mean, the wives thing was pretty bad, but that's just beyond the pay. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Peace of mind as standard with no price hikes mid contract. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Do they really break your arm? Does the Queen really own them all? Well, Ben, who's a ranger, can clarify that. She only owns the swans on the River Thames. But the rest are protected under the Wildlife and Countryside Act. Luke from Birmingham says, Guys, my wife took our son to see a family of swans at our local park every day whilst on maternity leave. They used to follow her in the water as she walked around the lake. It never failed to make her smile watching three baby swans grow up alongside our son. Lovely story about swans. Get that in the papers. this, This, though, could solve it all for the swans. Cameron, on the line. So, Cameron, we understand a swan has saved your life. <laughs> I don't know about saving my life, but it definitely, uh, I mean, it, it definitely 
save me from orange injuries. We definitely need to clarify this for anyone who's listening to the show right now. Cameron, take us back there. What happened? Right, OK. So I was travelling between um, where I usually walk and uh, another little place, a rural area. Yep. And um, two lads came at me with uh, extra-large oranges. <laughs> <laughs> what, they were throwing them at you or just throwing threatening them? At them? Me. Really? Youth of today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, your, um, can I just say, Cameron, that's a really expensive way to threaten someone. Right? You've seen the price <laughs> yeah, of oranges as well. Unbelievable. There was an orange tree there. Oh, right. I see. Uh, okay, and, fair enough. I'm assuming, at least, uh, they got them from somewhere. Okay. Um, but then this swan came out of the bush because it was a little river. That, that Well, I say like a canal alongside. Yeah. And uh, it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> the lads <laughs> ran... And I also ran. <laughs> so the swan ran at the lads who were wielding the oranges. Yeah, well, they were closer. And I guess they looked at him and kind of thought, he could break my arms, yeah. off they go, dropping their oranges, <laughs> and you've had your life saved. Well, exactly. Yeah. And so what I love about it as well, Cameron, those lads have gone out into the wider world, you've not seen them in years, they probably still think that you've got a best mate who's a swan. <laughs> 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 Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. I was in a cafe this morning and I saw something that literally blew my mind. I've never seen anything like this before, right? An American guy and his mate were sat on the table next to me uh, and I was listening away because I was doing that thing where you're writing stuff and having to listen to people's conversations. And I kid you not, the American guy called the waitress over mm-hmm. and said, where did you get these amazing sugar pots? Excuse right. the accent. Uh, they were like hipster gold ones with a lid, and you tip them. They never. I, I go into that cafe all the time. These damn things never work. Right. But he said, "Where'd you get these amazing sugar pots?" Uh, and she ex- explained to him, and he said uh, he loved them and he wanted to buy a sugar pot right now. You're kidding. Even though they weren't for sale. So he made her. She had to go round the back, speak to her boss, and he ended up buying one, even though they're not for sale for about nine quid. So to clarify, this was an actual in-use sugar pot. Yeah, he liked it so much he wanted it. He's like, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I gotta have one. That's amazing. Which is unbelievable. And I was sat there thinking, that's a Victor Kayan moment. Victor Kayan. Do you remember Victor Kayan? The old Remington advert. Have a listen to this. Just take you back. This is a Victor Kayan moment. Hello, I'm Victor Kayan. <laughs> I used to be a dedicated wet shaver until my wife bought me this Remington M3 electric shaver. <laughs> they said it's two incredibly thin, flexible microscreens and 120 cutting edges which shave as close as a blade. Why I give her a money back. <laughs> I was delighted and impressed. So impressed, I bought the company. The Remington M3 will cost you about 20 pounds. The company cost me considerably more. The Remington M3 shaves as close as a blade, or now, I'll give you your money back. There you go. He loved the, he loved the company so much he bought it himself. He went and, went, went and bought it. That is... Inc- Are you sure it wasn't some descendant of Victor Kayam who bought the sugar pot? Well, this is it. I, I would just want to put it out there. If you have had or you've seen someone have what we will call a Victor Kayam moment where you've loved something so much that you've made an offer it for it there and then, <laughs> even though it's not for sale, we want to hear from you tonight. 8, 12, 15. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Fratelli's on Home Time, Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Whistle for the choir. Hello, I'm Victor Kaya. Uh, so we're asking you tonight on the show, have, have, earlier on I saw an American tourist, no word of a lie, make an offer for a sugar pot that he loved so much in a cafe, he ended up buying it. Uh, have you ever had what we're calling a Victor Kaya moment where you love something so much? So impressed, 
I bought the company. You bought it there and then on spec, <laughs> even though it's not for sale. Mike in Manchester says, I had two bottles of beer left after the last orders. A drunk scouser offered me 50 quid for them both. I sold them to him, but he then fell over and smashed them both. <laughs> Best day of my life. Hey, come on. Uh, there's no name attached to this, but offered to buy someone's hat in Croatia for 50 quid because I loved it so much and the beer was going down well. They said no. Oh. I bought the exact same hat for a fiver the day after. <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. Well, there you go. Swings and roundabouts. Lovely story. With Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Giving you peace of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. I love this text. It says, I'm not Victor Kayam, but I like the idea of your mayonnaise cream egg. Can I buy it? <laughs> no, you can't, ah. sir. This is so exciting. Isn't it exciting? It's been sat on the corner of the studio the entire show just looking at us. So, on Monday, which was April Fool's, news broke of a Heinz Seriously Good Mayo cream egg. Mm. Uh, so, it is a Heinz Mayo jar, but it's got, like, the cream egg colouring all over it. Do you know, I just sort of nailed on April's, April Fool's joke. As did no, I. No about it. And then it comes to Tuesday, the 2nd of April, and it turns out, no, 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 it's not a fake story. And here it is in the studio in front of us. Well, let's crack that baby open. We're doing a, a unboxing. You'll be able to see this on Twitter a bit later on at Absolute Radio. Love an unboxing video. Richie's shaking it out of the, uh, oh, the container. Oh, now, 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 now. That's unfortunate because um, the uh, the jar is now uh, got its bottom facing up at me, and um, oh, it doesn't look good underneath, does it? <laughs> looks quite mustardy, actually. So we didn't know what colour this was. We don't know whether it's sweet, we don't know whether it's savoury. What we can tell from the underneath of the jar, it's the same colour as what appears to be tartar sauce. Yeah, it looks um, it looks very sort of old mustard, doesn't it? But I mean, If I dip the French song, can you open the lid right close to the microphone? i love this. Give it a go. Uh, not what I was hoping oh, for. Oh, wow. It smells amazing. Let's have a little smell. Have a smell of that. A initial look in terms of uh, the colour and consistency, I'd say organic peanut butter. Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. <laughs> Looks like something you might put on yourself in the bath if you had a posh bath. So you know here's, I mean? here's been the question that has been uh, foxing us now for two hours. Is it more mayo or is it more cream egg? And because it's in a jar and it's got, like, you know, the Heinz logo and all that kind of thing, I've gone mayo. Yeah. So, perfect accompaniment for mayo. Hello again, our old friend. It's the chip. Back on the chip again. Uh, first time since the chip shop tour. I'm, I'm going to... All right, I will try it. Good. I was going to say I wasn't. Okay. It I'm doesn't look good, though. I'll be honest with chip. you. Are you happy if I dip the chip into the jar? Fine. Or would you rather I spoon some out? It's a virgin chip. Okay. You go for your life. Here we go. Chip, meat, cream, egg, mayo. Oh, you've put a lot on there. Fair play. Look at that. Straight in. Here goes. Initial thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God. <laughs> do you mind if I... <laughs> Come round. Please do. I'll give you my thoughts after you've tried. Let me try this here. I hope you're enjoying this, home. <clears throat> We're doing this for you. Yeah. What is, that, what is that consistency? Like a, it's like an omelette. Quite light and fluffy. Wrap this up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be sick. Put this on, please. What an ironic song. That's that's like sweet, isn't it? I think we go again with a crumpet. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime with Bush and Richie. The only radio show we get live mayonnaise testing. Do you know, producer Nick has just made a very good point about the uh, cream egg mayonnaise. He says it tastes like sun cream. <laughs> Which I think he's got a point. It does taste like sun cream. Now, in isolation, I think this, this, this cream egg mayonnaise tastes good. I shouldn't have done it with a chip. Why have they put mayonnaise in it? I feel like they've just ruined it for themselves by saying mayonnaise because you think savoury. Whereas if that was just a, a Cadbury's cream egg spread, then brilliant, I'd whack it on a bit of toast or whatever. Do you well, know what I mean? Uh, interesting you say that because in front of me right now, a freshly toasted crumpet. You're putting a lot of spread on there. You really are all in with this. Yeah. One way or the other. It's going one way or the other, this show at this point. <laughs> so it's a second chance for the cream egg mayo, this time look, on a crumpet. Look at the glisten on the top of that. <laughs> Here we go. Here he goes. I'm not having this one. Mmm. Yeah. That really works. There you go, my that little really revelation. Works. Wow, wow, wow. So we'll be all right. My advice back to them would be, Heinz, cheers for sending it and everything. We appreciate it. Get rid of the mayonnaise, but you don't need to bring trouble to yourself. Do you know what I mean? My feedback to the Heinz and Cadbury Corporation would be, get this into a factory right now. Big run, get it on the supermarket shelves. I'm a customer. I've actually don't want to hear the phrase big runs, to be honest with you. Thanks very much. <laughs> with Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Absolute Radio, Thursday evening. A quick final words on uh, the mayonnaise cream egg gate. And I, it is a gate, I think. <laughs> Anything that is uh, ends in controversy is a gate. I may have messed this up. I may have messed this up by actually ordering in the chips to try with the mayonnaise. I got excited. I saw mayo. I thought chips. I don't think that is meant for chips. But I, I, we had a pack of, like, crumpets and stuff next to it, and I just couldn't see it, us putting mayonnaise on crumpets. So this is inherently the problem in the product. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If this is Dragon's Den, and I'm Deborah Meaden, I'll be doing that thing with my fingers and saying, I'm out. Well, it works on crumpet, and a quick update for you, final word on it, uh, just try those little scotch, uh, those little scotch pancakes, yeah. tiny little ones. Beautiful. Taste sensation. If you ever wonder what's going on in the songs, pretty much that. And you'll be able to see the video on Twitter soon, at Absolute Radio. Uh, in other news, just been talking about your Victor Kayan moments. Hello, I'm Victor Kayan. Do you remember him? He loved the company so much he bought it himself. If you've ever bought anything on spec just by seeing it, even though it's not for sale, love this message in from Cara in Teddington. It says, guys, I used to run past a beautiful boathouse at Hampton Wick and saw the owner one day, started chatting and asked if it were ever to be for sale to call me and give me first dibs he did call we dated got married last year and the boat is now mine oh wow and of course half his as well she says absolute radio they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometown podcast with bush and richie green day basket case on hometown bush and richie thursday evening here on absolute radio uh, i'm going to dedicate that song to my friend john who has had a mad old busy week at work and stuff like that as well i saw him on the weekend he was telling me all about it and he had some highs during the week and some lows and when i chatted to him on saturday i just said to him and i don't know where the phrase came from really i just said to him that's life though isn't it mate swings and roundabouts swings and roundabouts and then john made a very good point and no one's ever said this before to me in my entire life and made me think he said out of swings and roundabouts what's the bad one out of that 
you know what I mean? Because you think ups and downs. <laughs> swings is swings and roundabouts. You probably said the phrase yourself. But think about it. Out of those two, what is actually... What's the bad one? Swings and roundabouts. Well, I, w- I would have gone roundabouts. You get dizzy on a roundabout. You don't get dizzy on a swing. I, know, but I don't think swings are much cop. Roundabouts are a bit more exciting. No, I, 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 would, I, would, I would combat that and say that I've, I've never enjoyed taking any of the kids on a roundabout. So, as a kid, roundabout is one of the best bits in the in the in the entire playground. Swing for me, if you're a kid, like my daughter now, Erin uh, nine, not that bothered about the swings. It's all about the roundabouts. Do you enjoy approaching a busy roundabout on the road? Bad lane discipline? Although if you get a good roundabout, you get on and off it quite quickly. You're very happy with how you've done it. I'm not Do you sure. Know what I mean? I'm not sure. I think the only way to settle this would be one of our classic old-fashioned ten callers. Oh, a ten caller. I mean, as ever, when whenever we do this, it's a bit of a push to get them. Yeah. Because I mean, the question is, what's worse, a swing or a roundabout? In the phrase "swings or roundabouts," should we give it a go? Should we, well, this is it. I mean, we, we, it gives us an accurate percentage, doesn't it? We it wor- would do. Yeah. We've previously worked out how many people are standing or sitting listening to this show. We've done that. We've also worked out uh, what is the average uh, average number of steps in a UK household. <laughs> we have, haven't we? <laughs> He did that. I always sometimes plan the awards acceptance speech in my mind. So let's have it then, okay? In the phrase that you've probably said yourself tons of times without thinking about it, swings and roundabouts, about the ups and downs of life, which is the bad one out of those two? That's all you need to do. Call us now, 0330 123 1215. 0330 123 1215. And all we will ask you is what's worse, swings or roundabouts? Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I was using the phrase swings and roundabouts to my friend John, describing the ups and downs of life, and he turned to me and said, which of the two is supposed to be the bad one then, if that's the case? And do you know what? He's got a point. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm thinking it is the roundabout. You were siding towards the swing? 100% swing. Swing, definitely. The only way to decide this was to open it to you. So, ten callers ready to go. And first up to pass comment is John. John, what is worse, swings or roundabouts? Oh, roundabouts worse. (laughs) Why is that? Why is that? Because you fall off them. Good point. Let's go to the next caller and say, hello, Paul. What's worse, swings or roundabouts, mate? Oh, you've got it all wrong. Um, Neither. (laughs) <laughs> no. Sport is vote. Come on, sw- swings are definitely the worst. That's what it means. Swings and roundabouts, isn't it? No, no, no. You've got it all wrong. So it's, it's not it's not about what's worse or better as in the ups and downs of life. It's about swings. Swings swing back and forth. So life ebbs and flows. Roundabouts no. go round and round. Life goes round in circles. No, it's not Paul, mate. It's about one being worse than the other. Let's go to the next phone. <laughs> phone call. Here we go. OK, who have we got next? Uh, next up is Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, what's worse? Swings or roundabouts? Swing is worse. The roundabout's got to be the one, isn't it? I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Thanks for your vote. Next up, we got Mark. What's worse, mate? It's got to be the roundabout. Yeah, roundabout. For according to Rich, he's the same. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, your vote is cast. Yeah. He's off. Thank you, we got uh, Ash. Ash, this is going very well. Swings or roundabouts? What's worse? Uh, definitely roundabouts. Thank you. Stay on a swing for ages. Look, swings just go roundabouts. Are just like depending on the speed, you can do so many different cool things like hang off them and stuff like yeah, that. They as make well. you sick if you're on there for a long time. Whereas a swing, you, there's no end to a swing. You're not going to get sick, right? You've got to listen to the public. This is I, the way they're voting at the I've moment. I've seen people come <laughs> off swings and hurt themselves like you wouldn't believe. Ash, nice to speak to you. Next up. Okay, thank you. Uh, See you then. Next up uh, is uh, Stacey in Pontypool. Stacey, what's worse, swings or roundabouts? 
Right, well, as far as I'm concerned, Liv, totally roundabout. <laughs> totally roundabout. <laughs> Thank you. I Sounds like something bad's happened to you on a, on a roundabout. Fact, I go to park in the dark and go on swings on my own in the night. But I've tucked my kids up, settled them down. Yeah. My son's 17 now, looks after his little since there. I go out and have a swing. Love it. Yeah, roundabout. So, so mainly, so. uh, Stacey, you told, you're phoning in to say that you go swinging in the evening. I do. No, I call it park in the dark, yeah. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Thank next you, Stacey. Call. Your vote is cast. Uh, next up is Neil. Neil. Hi. What's worse, Hi. swings or roundabouts? Roundabout, definitely. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Good speech, you, Neil. <laughs> next up. Uh, next uh, to cast the vote is uh, Naina with her 99 red balloons. What's worse, swings or roundabouts? Hiya. Um, <laughs> you know what I would say? I think you're looking at it all wrong. Oh, no, 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 we're not. not one. No, we're not, Naina. What? We can't be. Because, <laughs> in regards to the saying, yeah. I would say that it swings because it's ups and downs and roundabouts because it's round and round and round. So in regard to, like, life, there's ups and downs and you go round in circles. But, in, but which is the worst out of those two, then? Well, probably the roundabout. See, you've got to pick one. You've got to pick one. <laughs> and our final vote goes to Rani. Hello? Hello? Is that you, Rani? I'm not Rani. Who I'm are Randy. you? Ran- you're Randy, are you? <laughs> Didn't ask that, but anyway. That is an entirely <laughs> different vote. <laughs> it has been said. It has been said. All is this right show now. still on air? <laughs> uh, swings or roundabouts? What's worse? Roundabouts, 100%. <laughs> Thank you very much. You beauty, thanks for calling in. Just the one vote cast for swings. Unbelievable. <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. There you go, another podcast in the bag. We hope you enjoyed it. William Waze. Who's William Waze? Uh, the inventor of uh, the Waze uh, sat-nav. Apparently he had his ways. <laughs> That really is a poor joke. I'd like to apologise. Have yourselves a great evening. Let's just not think on this. And we'll be... Turn, let's turn up tomorrow and we'll go at it big time, yeah? Yes. Wait, let's put this behind us, that joke and everything. Bill Bailey has to follow that. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.